Welcome to another episode of Multifamily Real Estate Investing presented by Mara Poling. My name is Pat Poling. I am the founder and CEO of Mara Poling, and I'll be with you for the next short while to discuss 401ks and self-directed IRAs. You can invest in lots and lots of different things in the world. If you have a traditional non-self-directed retirement account, so an IRA or a 401k uh, with a uh, institution, so you've got an IRA at uh, your local brokerage house, or you have a 401k with your employer, there's going to be a list of things you can invest in. Um, generally speaking, it's going to be stocks, equities, bonds, fixed income instruments, those sorts of items. And they'll be packaged lots of different ways. And uh, those are all great things to invest in. Uh, I've had accounts like that, and I invest in those uh, kinds of assets. They're all great. We've also talked about if you want to have a truly diversified, healthy investment portfolio, you ought to look to have some commercial real estate, and we favor commercial multifamily real estate as part of that well-diversified portfolio. So when you trot into your local broker's office and say, hey, I'd like to take $100,000 of that money I've got sitting in my retirement account, and I'd like to put it into this real estate investment, whether you're going to buy a piece of property and manage it yourself, or whether you're going to write a check to someone like us and you're going to join the Mara Polling Total Return Fund and become an investor there, you're walking in to do that. And they're going to say, yeah, wouldn't you like this index fund instead? Or I got a stock tip for you or something else because they're not structured to do that. So the vehicles that are used to invest in commercial multifamily real estate are uh, a special kind of 401k and a special kind of IRA. So they are called um, solo 401ks. Uh, that's the term you'll hear uh, for those and a self-directed IRA. So we're going to talk about those two things today. I'm going to start with a great big caveat so that we're all on the same page about what commentary we're providing here. I am not providing tax advice. I am not a tax advisor. I'm not a licensed tax professional. And most importantly, I am not your tax advisor slash tax professional. If you do not have one, go get one. You need somebody like that to help you as you manage your way through your financial life. And I'm talking about somebody that does more than a 1040 for you. This is someone that can help you with strategy. Uh, so if you don't have somebody like that, uh, go find one. If you're wondering, well, how do I go find somebody like that? Talk to your attorney, pick up the phone, call the person that helped you put your will together, your estate plan. By the way, if you don't have one of those, you need to go find somebody to talk about those things, right? Part of your team of advisors, uh, we've been talking about that for a little while. That's, a, uh, that's another one of those boxes you ought to have checked. So you're going to talk to those folks. What I'm going to share with you is what our experience is at Mora Polling in working with individuals that invest from their retirement accounts and how that process works and some things that you ought to put on your list of questions so that when you do sit with your tax advisor, you can discuss, so how does this work? Because you want to make sure you understand how your particular situation would be handled. If you have questions about any of this, shoot me an email, pat at morapolling.com, M-A-R-A, P-O-L-I-N-G.com. 
swing by our website. There's some good material there, uh, in particular at the Learning Center at marapolling.com. Uh, you'll find some webinar recordings and some other materials there that will be of value. If you have not subscribed to this podcast, please do so. We post every week and um, get lots of great feedback. So if there's something you'd like to see us do more of or less of, uh, shoot me an email as well and let us know about that. So let's go ahead and dive in. As I said, you may have an existing 401k or IRA today that you'd like to make an investment with. Start with the entity that manages that, right? So you've got an IRA administrator or custodian or a 401k plan administrator. Pick up the phone and give them a call. Say, listen, I'm looking at making some real estate investments. How do I do that? It's possible that the current plan you have is structured in such a way that you can do that. I don't know. And you need to find out before you head off down this road to do other things. So uh, we're going to assume that the answer you'll get from them is uh, no, but I've got this nice bond fund you can put some money in. Okay. So you're going to do whatever you're going to do with them regarding a bond fund or something else. But you've decided that you want to put some money into real estate. So what kind of real estate can you put it into? Well, you can invest in lots and lots of different kinds of things in your retirement accounts when you move to a solo 401k or a self-directed IRA. There are things you can't invest in, um, uh, collectible art for some reason. Don't know that I understand why, it's the code, so you just kind of follow it. Um, most importantly, you cannot invest or um, be involved in what is referred to as self-dealing. So you can't make an investment from your retirement account that you personally benefit from. So no buying a rental property that you're going to rent out and it happens to be up in the mountains and you go use it five times a year for a month to go skiing. That's self-dealing and there are enormous risks you are taking in doing that. Again, you want to talk to your tax guy, but it's a big no-no. Don't do that. So um, when you set up your solo 401k or self-directed IRA, or if you haven't done that yet and don't have one, when you go and find someone to help you with that, you're going to either have a administrator. Uh, that's the person that'll help you with the 401k uh, setup and operation or you'll have a custodian and you can just pop on the internet and Google those things, right? Google solo 401k or a self-directed IRA custodian. And there'll be all sorts of folks that'll pop up there that will be able to uh, help you and answer your questions about the mechanics of how you get an account like that set up and which one you might qualify for. Again, we're not going to get into any of that today. Uh, you want to talk to those folks and then talk to your tax people to make sure you're uh, getting the right account set up for yourself. It is not very complicated. Uh, I don't want to make it sound like this is an impossible task. It can be done including the rollover, the actual moving of the dollars uh, from the existing account you have into uh, the self-directed IRA, for example. And that can happen anywhere from you know a week to 10 days, maybe two weeks. A lot of that has to do with how fast your current um, account is going to, uh, how well they're going to move in terms of executing that rollover. Some are fast, some are a little slower, and obviously where your money's invested. If you've got it invested in stocks and those need to be, a certain amount of those need to be sold and settled and so on, 
you'll have a little more time, but it's not a complicated process. So you wanna find those folks. We do have a list of firms uh, that we work with today that, uh, that are solo 401k administrators or self-directed IRA custodians. I'm happy to share that with you. These are not recommendations. This is simply a list of firms that we already do work with and we are continually adding to that. So if you wanted to work with Mara Polling and you had a self-directed IRA with somebody we don't work with today, we would do a little bit of work with them to make sure that we are qualified uh, by virtue of their platform. Um, not a big deal. We usually get that done fairly promptly and then we could move forward in processing your investment. So I mentioned the prohibition on self-dealing. And in doing so, I also mentioned that you could have a, a rental property, you know, you wouldn't wanna have a rental property that you essentially treated like a vacation home. So you can invest with not only firms like us, but you can invest in real estate directly. You can uh, go buy a duplex and manage it yourself. Uh, and, uh, and if done correctly, uh, that can be a very uh, nice way to enter into the multifamily uh, real estate space. You need to be very cautious about the self-dealing issues. Um, you could trip yourself up. And as I said, there's some real serious consequences if that occurs. So you don't wanna have that happen. So again, make sure your tax advisor and you are on the same page about how you would do that. And, um, and then you wanna go forward and, uh, and you can buy that property. You can also make investments with firms like us. Uh, probably 25% of our accounts are retirement accounts. And, uh, and we welcome those folks and are happy to have them on board. So if you have interest in investing like that, and uh, even if you're not sure if we're a good fit for you, but you just want to think more about what that looks like, uh, shoot me an email, happy to uh, chat with you a little bit and explain how we do all that work. And then you can uh, add that to your due diligence as you move forward. All of this works for both traditional and Roth accounts. So if you have a traditional account now, or if you have a Roth account now and you roll those over, so you end up with a, a traditional self-directed IRA or a Roth self-directed IRA, um, you know, all this, all, everything I've just described works for all of those. Uh, I'm gonna talk more about Roths in a moment. Um, a question that I get with some degree of regularity from folks that are looking at investing using a retirement account is, well, how do I benefit from investing in real estate using my retirement money when my retirement account isolates me and insulates me already from um, a lot of the tax implications of these investments? So am I losing out on the tax benefits? Our answer to that is no. And great question that you ought to talk to your tax advisor about simply so you make sure you understand how those tax benefits are going to accrue to you, how that's going to work. Um, the things that we would ask everybody to keep in mind is this, is commercial real estate, certainly our projects work this way, they lose money right out of the gate for tax purposes because we have, in addition to modest incomes in the beginning, the income grows over time because of the value add component in our projects. You've got modest income in the beginning, and then you've got these interest deductions as well as the depreciation deductions, which again, we use our 
cost segregation methodology. So we have um, a very healthy depreciation write-off in those uh, first few years. So you're losing money right away. Now, as a passive investor with a taxable account, uh, uh, generally speaking, again, not tax advice, but generally speaking, uh, you'd simply be sitting on those passive losses until you could carry them forward and use them uh, later. So you're not getting any extra gain necessarily right away. That would be the same for somebody in a retirement account. When you did get to the point that there were profits beyond those carry forward, uh, carried forward losses uh, and you had some tax exposure, uh, you're potentially not going to see any tax uh, impact as a uh, retirement account investee. I say potentially because there is something out there called unrelated business taxable income. Don't be afraid. A lot of people get scared off from using their retirement accounts because of UBTI. Um, UBTI and UBIT, you'll hear those terms used interchangeably. Unrelated business taxable income is the actual income you are potentially subject to some tax on and unrelated uh, business income tax is the amount that you write the checkout for. It is possible that your IRA, your self-directed IRA, might actually have to pay some tax, to which you're going to say, wait a minute, the whole reason I invested in an IRA was so I could avoid these tax issues. Um, understood. Uh, the, uh, the possibility of paying that in the early years, relatively small because of the losses we talked about. Eventually, yes, there could be some exposure However, it is a function of the amount of leverage used in the assets. If there's no leverage, so if you went out and made an investment in a uh, duplex and you bought it for cash and you never put any debt on it, there wouldn't be any uh, UBTI for you to have to worry about. If you made an investment with a firm like us and we do use leverage, then the amount of gain or income that you would see would be reduced as a factor of that leverage. So you'd have a much smaller amount you'd have some uh, exposure on, which begs the question, so why again do I want to invest in real estate using my retirement account? So a couple reasons. If you have a fairly substantial amount of your net worth in retirement funds, then you may not have a lot of other capital to be able to put into uh, real estate. And again, if you want to have some diversification in your portfolio, retirement accounts may be where you end up simply doing that. So that would be one reason. Um, another is um, the returns. You know, our, our targeted returns are 8% cash, 18% uh, on the total return side, about a 15 IRR. Um, and you may not be seeing those kinds of returns in your retirement account, at least with not with all the investments you have. So you may simply want to do it from a return standpoint. And because it's a retirement account, you may elect uh, an option that we have in uh, our products for reinvestment so that your quarterly distributions are reinvested into your account, which uh, increases your return from if it's going to be 18%, it would increase it to 19, 20, maybe even into the low 20 uh, range because of that compounding effect of reinvesting those, which you're not able to draw the cash out anyway, because and that, actually that's another point that I hadn't made yet. Uh, keep in mind, any cash that's distributed from these investments, whether it's a firm like us that you've invested with, or whether it's that duplex you went and bought on your own with your retirement account money, all the proceeds, the cash flow from it and the proceeds when it's sold at the very end, 
go to the retirement account. They do not go to you personally. So you're not going to get a check every month. Your retirement account is going to get that, um, that check. Um, so something to keep in mind. There's also a benefit that everyone gets, regardless of whether they're in a taxable account or not. And this is, I think, probably the most significant tax benefit. And it actually has nothing to do with the amount of tax you particularly pay. And that is the additional income that the uh, investments that we own right, in our fund are able to make by virtue of our 1031 strategy, our second generation strategy. So our ability to purchase an asset, have it grow in value, sell it and exchange it via 1031 into a larger asset such that now the returns aren't 8% cash, they're 10, 11, 12, 13% cash. The total return isn't 18, it's 22, 23, 25 uh, and higher. Uh, and those additional earnings are a function of the tax advantages that we're able to take um, uh, full use of inside our investment fund that you'd be able to have access to by virtue of your retirement investment. So, um, so that's something to uh, to keep in mind when you're pondering the well, how would this work within my tax strategy. The final element uh, I want to do is go back to Roth for a moment. I mentioned traditional accounts versus Roth accounts. Uh, an investment like ours uh, with Mara Poling is something you can. Uh, use as part of a Roth conversion strategy. So were you to make an investment with Mara Poling uh, and uh, then uh, from a traditional retirement account and then choose to convert that account to a Roth account, we would provide you with a statement as we do every quarter of the fair market value of your investment. And that's something we calculate on a regular basis. Uh, it's done by an independent third party, so it meets all the IRS standards. Something for you to ask when you're working with anyone uh, from an investment standpoint, asking them how do they calculate fair market value? Is there an independent third party report that you can look at? Uh, we do all those things, check all those boxes, so we're on the right side of the regulatory folks uh, every year when we uh, when we produce those reports. And you may, based on what that fair market value of your account is, choose to execute a conversion. And if that's something you think you have some interest in, give me a call and I'd be happy to walk through some of the mechanics of how that, um, of how that works. So you absolutely can invest in commercial multifamily real estate with your traditional uh, tax-based funds, money you've got in your checking account or, or elsewhere. And don't forget that you can tap your retirement accounts. Uh, and in some instances, that may be the, the uh, best use of those funds is to place a portion of them into uh, some multifamily uh, investments. Don't be scared off by things like UBIT, right? It is a it's simply another box that needs to get checked. It's one of the reasons why you wanna make sure you have a tax professional. Again, I'm not your tax professional. Make sure you have one. If the tax professional you currently work with, when you say, hey, I listened to this podcast the other day, by the way, send them a link, uh, happy to have them listen in. Uh, and he talked about this thing called UBTI. What is that? And if their eyes glaze over and they're like, I don't know. I have to look that up. Okay. You may want to find a tax professional that's going to say, oh, yes, I have X number of clients that I do that filing for, and I'm completely familiar with it. And here, let me let me show you how it works. 
that's the kind of person you want to make sure that you're able to work with to help you with that um, with that particular uh, um, process. And as I just said, not only can you share this podcast with them, um, we do do three-way conversations with clients and their uh, tax team uh, and our folks to help answer any questions about how all this is structured. So if you have interest in or even think you might have some interest in using your retirement accounts, like I said, just shoot shoot me an email, pat at marapoling.com. Be happy to have a conversation with you, whether that ends up with you working with us or not. Uh, again, we're committed to helping educate the, um, the marketplace so that everyone can make more informed decisions that ultimately are uh, a good fit for them. So I hope you enjoyed today's conversation about 401ks and self-directed IRAs. And I look forward to seeing you again soon on Multifamily Real Estate Investing presented by Mara Poling.